Hey, what's up? This paperboy, and I just want to throw a pitch out there for you. Reinvest in your hood. Think about it, because if you take them dollars and put them back in your neighborhood, your neighborhood will grow. Reinvest in your hood. We all from some hood, man. Some hood. We're all from some hood. We're all from some hood. Some hood. We're all from some hood. Reinvest in your hood. Reinvest in your hood. Your hood. Reinvest in our hoods. Yes, it's there. Yes, it's here. Talking big money, nigga. We're all from some hood. Reinvest in your hood. Reinvest in your hood. I, see, you guys always talk about that championship stuff. I try to tell y'all, all these bus riders, they don't mean nothing to me. If you ain't driving the bus, don't walk around talking about you a champion. If you riding the bus, I don't want to hear it. Come on, Shaq, tell them. All these guys walk around with these championship rings. Hey, y'all bus riders. But let That's me tell you something. When you bus, when you're the bus driver and you got all that pressure where you have to play well, are you going to get the blame? That's a different animal. It's a different animal. But I, I think also guys, guys are on the bus. Yeah. They're More also important. given directions. Yeah. No, no, like, no, no, given stop. directions. No, no. I'm there are guys on I, I, that bus giving directions. They're they not, hey. they not just sitting there. Yeah, they just own the bus. No, because, no, no. because let me tell you something. The, the, the Clippers, Ke because let me tell you something. Okay, because Kevin Durant's not on the bus. He's just not on the bus. Yeah, no. But he's never on what, what has happened when he was driving the bus? Well, he's never just... No, but what was happening when he was driving the bus? He lost to the finals. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, he did. And okay. then when he was in Oklahoma City again... But he what? was driving... You don't think yeah. he was the bus driver in, in Golden State? No, I do not. You think he was the best player on that team? Uh, no, I do not. Wow. I do. Well, you can say that, but he... he I was, thought he was the best player. You don't join no 73-win team and talk about you... But he was the best player. No, he, he got MVP. He wasn't the best player. Iguodala wasn't the best player. He got MVP. Stop that. All right, well... What you got, Jeremy? Oh, let me see what it is. Come on. Easy Money Sniper, that'd be KD. Yeah. He put a picture of me and three old guys on there. I got no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, but he had, he had a couple, though. Yeah. Had this one. Uh, where would Chuck be without the big homies? Well, we didn't win anything together that I, When I was a bus driver, I didn't win anything just like him. Who was the bus driver on that bunch? Well, I, nobody. They were, we were all, I was a rookie and they were all past their prime. <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, I, can, I, don't, I don't have... I can see that one. What we about to do is go back. Back in the time. <laughs> you know, I think, uh, for me... As, as yeah, we. This is, you see what Rob Perez, no. BA Observer, tweeted out. No. Let's take a look at that too. No, I see. Yeah, I said uh, it's okay to defend yourself, but the mistake KD made was doing this in the morning and giving inside time to prepare. They have an army of producers experienced in editing. <laughs> They're going to be in Photoshop all day. I, Those stage directors probably setting up for a band. No, and I didn't even. And K KD says an army of producers against the God. Just another Tuesday. You mean the God who's sitting home with a play-in banner? Um, you think they put that playing banner up already? Listen, no, man, yeah. I could put I could put up stuff about him and Russell and James and, and uh, Serge Ibaka. I got the keys, and they're yours. You're the bus driver. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, the bus. Oh. We're done. We're done with the show tonight. So, oh Lord, you can take us home. <laughs> it 
Chuck's the Chuck Wagon. Well, y'all got real bus out here. Hey, yes, oh we God. do have a bus. Y'all pull the ball the bus. Y'all got a real oh, bus out here. Yep. Y'all got nothing else to do. We got Wait. nothing else to do. Well, I put it like this. If I'm on the bus, I'm going to give directions. Because he don't have the directions. Oh, Lord. Come on, seriously. Do we not? Zach, you getting on the bus? Yeah. Yeah, oh. come on. We're out. Come on, we're on the bus. Oh. We, got, we got the bus driver. Oh, the door's open. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, you got, sound like you got some experience here. Hey, fire, <laughs> don't you know you Figure uh, that. Uh, uh, roll the window down, Chuck. Oh, man, there you go. Chuck, roll the window down. Yo, come on, Chuck. Come I'm on, Chuck. I, I, I don't want to be on this bus. Last time they saw this movie, saw this movie. it was on regular screens. We didn't have no HD. Now we got 3D goggles to watch this shit. Popcorn, extra buttery, extra sauce too on that. Okay. Uncensored. We're here to talk game fives, but first, before we get to that, I just got the word that allegedly Future um is dropping two projects. Monster 2. You know, he came out with a mixtape a few years back called Monster that is widely considered a classic to a lot of future fans i'm a fan of future but i'm not you know i i'm not a fan of the original monster but i don't hate the project but you know i'm not like oh my god it's monster 2 oh my god man no but i am anxious anxious to see what he does with monster 2 because he already you know what i'm saying came out and announce the project. And the, the project is called I Never Liked You. And the track list surfaced and it's got some interesting guests on here. You know, we got two Drake features. We got Gunna. We got Kanye. You know what I'm saying? It's very interesting. We got ESTG. Got a joint with Drake and Tim's. Uh-oh. 
And then he got Kodak and ESTG, yeah. So, very fucking interesting, I must say. I must say, if I do say so myself. Oh, man, you know, we got to talk about the intro, man. You know, Charles Barkley said that Kevin Durant was a bus rider. And I got to agree. To an extent, I got to agree. And I got to agree with what Charles said. I think Kevin Durant was a bus rider for sure. But <laughs> a lot of y'all going to be mad when I say this, but LeBron was a bus rider for two of them rings. LeBron was a bus rider for two of them rings in Miami. Yeah, I said it, nigga. I said that shit, nigga. LeBron was a bus rider for two of them rings, nigga. He was. And so was KD. Honestly, they're the same guy, in my opinion. But LeBron is a far better player. All time. But for real, though. But, Charles, nigga, you was a bus rider, too, in Houston. When you left Phoenix, you wasn't a... You know, KD came out and responded with that shit, but Charles wasn't a bus rider in Philly. He was drafted to Philly, and he played for Philly when they were completely hot, doodle-staying garbage. He played for Philly when they was complete garbage. When he got and then he got traded to Phoenix, he was the number one guy. He was the bus driver. That's why Chuck, you know, got the keys to the bus and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Drugs, drugs came in and had everybody going crazy. Sycamore. But I'm just saying, right? KD is a bus rider. I get it. But um, Charles didn't become a bus rider until he went to went to Houston to play with Clyde and Hakeem. Then he played with Hakeem and Scottie Pippen. Charles was still in his prime when he went to Houston, but he got hurt. And really wasn't the same Charles. You know what I'm saying? So KD joke was funny. I, I found it funny. I thought it was funny as hell. But you got to tell the truth. You came to Stephen Curry's team after you ain't want to play with Wes no more. Then when you got another chance to actually be the bus driver in Brooklyn, you didn't have playoff success. Everybody dealt with injuries. There's no really no excuses. Y'all lost. Now let's move on to the to why we came here. Game fives, man. Game fives, game fives, game fives. And we're going to rewind. Rewind. Let's see how far back can we rewind. Alright, game five, Toronto and Philly. Toronto 
ended up beating the shit out of Philly at home, y'all. 103 to 88. This is embarrassing. Team Pascal, five niggas in double figures. Siakam, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. OG Ananobi, 16 points. Gary Trent, 16 points. Precious Achua, 17 points off the bench. Meanwhile, Philly, Joel Embiid at 20 points, 11 rebounds. That's not going to get it done. James Harden, 15 points. 4 of 11 from the field. 7 assists. 5 turnovers. Embiid had 4 turnovers. Tyrese Maxey, only 12 points. Harris probably was the only one that played correctly. And Danny Green had 14 points. But this is classic Philly taking teams for granted. Just because Toronto's a young team don't mean that they're a dumb team. You know what I'm saying? So, I knew that Toronto was going to take two of them games. You want to know why? Because of James Harden. That's why. This dude doesn't step up for big games or closeout games. He does things like 4 of 11. I've been telling this story all year, and I've been correct the whole time. Harton's been unprofessional about how he's gone about things. I said that in the YouTube video that I put up today on my Kingdom NBA Music Talk page. I give, like, you know, this is a new video that I put out today talking about my current thoughts on each series, the ones that ended and the ones that's still going. So it's my most recent video on YouTube, so... Yeah, man, you got to be nothing but disappointed in this Philadelphia team. And is Doc about to blow a 3-0 lead? Because in the press conference, he was so fucking sensitive when people asked him about it. Why are you breaking? Why are you explaining yourself? Why are you explaining yourself? That's old shit. That's the past. It already didn't happen. He talks about, you know, how he blew the 3-1 lead in Orlando and how they didn't give him credit for going 3-1 against the Pistons. And I wouldn't have knocked Doc at that time because, you know, he was still relatively a young coach. So, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't fault Doc for that one. But then as soon as you win a championship, and then you blow a 3-1 lead with guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, that's when I can see there's an issue. Then you blow another 3-1 lead versus the Rockets against James Harden, a person that's not even known for closing out shit. The common denominator is you, bro. Now, are you 100% to blame for why all your teams lost? No. But are you at least 35 to 40% of the blame? Yes. Because, you know, 3-1 leads don't get blown twice or three times by the same basketball player. That's rare, bro. But you're a coach that has a lot of blown leads on your record. So obviously they're going to think that 
you are a, clo- a coach that's incapable of closing out games. And Charles Barkley was right tonight. You were sensitive about that. I would have said simply, there's certain things, my dude, you just got to say no comment to. There's no need to explain yourself. You're a long-tenured head coach with an NBA championship. I got it done before. I can get it done again. That's supposed to be your confidence. The 3-1 shit, that shit don't fucking matter. Because if it did matter, how come I got a championship? That would be my response and rebuttal to that. You know, reporters will ask you these questions to bait you into a particular reaction. But you went up there and explained some shit. Man, Doc could not fucking... Doc probably wouldn't have committed a murder, right? But that nigga would would explain him would be explaining himself like that's not my gun that's my friend's gun you know what i'm saying i don't know i never seen that gun before i don't know why it's in the car i don't know why it's in the car i don't understand why the gun is in the car you know doc that type of motherfucker like nigga you going to jail i don't believe you fool (laughs) and speaking of three twos utah didn't even score 80 points oh my god Utah beat the dog shit. I mean, Dallas beat the dog shit out of Utah, 102 to 77. As Luka Doncic in Luka Doncic fashion destroys Utah. And oh my God, Bohan Bogdanovich, you bitch ass nigga. Like seriously, bro. Oh of nine, bro. Two points, bro. Three free throw attempts, bro. 0 of 5 from 3. 0 of 9 from the field. This is all time bad. Bohan Bogdanovich is usually reliable and steps up in the playoffs. This has got to be the worst game he's probably ever played in his career. I definitely expect Bogdanovich to bounce back next game. I don't think this this OG is capable of two bad games in a row. Saying ain't so. Donovan Mitchell, 415. He has been the biggest disappointment in this playoffs. And I thought that nigga was like that, but... I mean, we found out a lot of niggas wasn't like that this year. We found out KD and Kyrie ain't really like that. They're great. They're all-time great, but... They not really like that like that. You know what I mean? And Donovan Mitchell is another person that... Ain't like that. Jordan Clarkson was the only one, 20 points. And then Rudy Gobert, 17 points, 11 rebounds. But them the only highlights of the game because no one else really stepped up for them. Dallas Dallas was hitting shots unconsciously. Meanwhile, on Dallas's end, Jalen Brunson continues the best playoff run of his career, 24 points. 33 points for Luka Doncic, 13 rebounds and 5 assists. Luka's legit. Luka is really like that. I got to give him his props. He definitely a top 5 nigga. He earned it. Even if he do lose this series, I feel like playoff Luka is a different animal. It's a different dog. So now, these game sixes will be tomorrow. 
And I definitely expect Utah to play better. But I expect Dallas to win that game, though. Because I just don't trust Utah. They haven't given me a reason to trust them. Let's fast forward to Tuesday's game as Miami officially eliminates Atlanta. Woo! Yeah, bitch. I'm 6-2, bitch. I'm 6-2, bitch. Yeah, man. We way above 500 on fuck niggas. We, we way above 500. We better than 500 on niggas with the picks. All right? DeAndre Hunter played the game of his life. And Atlanta still couldn't win. You want to know why? Because his star player, Trey Young, did not show up. Trey Young had the worst series of his career. I, I, I mean, I can't say that I was disappointed in Trey Young because these guys were the 10th seed. And they did have to play two games in order to get into the playing game. So I'm not going to sit there and fault um, Trey Young all the way. But he was terrible. This was his worst series, hands down. But And I feel like Atlanta didn't get into their groove until later in the season. Which leads me to, okay, Kevin Herter, 12 points, Danilo Gallinari, 12 points, whatever, right? Max Struss, 15 points, Bam out of buyout, finally scores 20, uh, 20 points and 11 rebounds. Um, Victor Oladipo, 23 points, Tyler Hero, 16 points. Yeah. And they did this without Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. This is how I know that Miami is completely legit as they await the winner of the Sixers and the Raptors. And whoever comes out of that, Miami is beating the shit out of. I'm telling you right now. All my mama and them, they're beating the shit out of whoever comes out of there. I don't, I don't care if Butler and Lowry are not 100%. I'm picking Miami. I'm, I'm giving you a free pick. I don't care. But in how many games? We'll see. But land of the eliminated Atlanta. Trey Young really needs a legit number two. John Collins is not a legit number two. And that's no disrespect. I feel like they should use him in a trade to go get Donovan Mitchell. And then Utah should just keep Rudy Gobert. But I think Donovan Mitchell should go to the ATL. I think him and Trey Young would be a great duo. And it's no way that these two guys are doing what KD and Kyrie did. One of these guys or both of these guys is going to get off in every series. I feel like Atlanta got the right depth, but they need another game changer. Trey Young is in a Damian Lillard situation. 
to where he just doesn't have that other guy that he can rely on. But the Hawks did good for what they did. I mean, I expected them to take two games. They only took one, but I still won. I still won. And tonight, once again, haha, I win. Once again, I win. As the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Bulls in five, as I expected them to, even without Middleton, you know, the Bulls had no shot. I mean, DeMar DeRozan, 11 points. This is another classic DeMar DeRozan affair where he only attempted 10 shots. Now, I do understand he was getting double teamed, but other great players got double teamed and figured it out. Look at a guy like Joker. Look at a nigga like Kobe. Look at a nigga like Steph. The Bulls did not adjust and put DeMar DeRosa in places to where he could be comfortable at because Milwaukee's defense made it so uncomfortable for him. And Drew Holiday put the L's on DeMar DeRozan. He locked up DeMar DeRozan. He made him DeMar DeFrozen. This is yet another series where how many first-round outs does DeMar DeRozan have? He's got to have at least five or six. That motherfucker rarely ever makes it out of the first round. And I think he only has done that um, one time in his whole career. And he went to the conference finals. Actually, I'm wrong. He's made it out of the first round twice. Because I remember LeBron and them sweeping him in the second round once. But whatever, right? Still, DeMar DeRozan just doesn't get it done. Nikola Vucevic did all that he could. 19 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists. Kobe White has 17 points off the bench. But I just think it's too much experience. The Bulls really got a bad matchup because I truly believe the Bulls could have beat the Raptors and could have took the six or seven games. The Bulls would have lost. But I truly think that the Bulls would have beat the Raptors in a series. That was probably the only one. They wasn't beating Boston. Wasn't beating Milwaukee. Wasn't beating Miami. And I think they could have beat Atlanta, too, obviously. But Giannis, 33 points, 9 rebounds. Bobby Portis, 14 points, 17 rebounds. Bobby Portis is, is the best X-Factor in basketball. I mean, he's the best X-Factor in bas- basketball. Like, this is the best fourth option in the league, bro. This nigga is serious. Like, he he does everything. He passes the ball. He's unselfish. He rebounds. He shoots the ball. He attacks the basket. He plays defense. Man, that dude is a top 100 player. He does everything that is asked of him. Six niggas in double figures. Pat Connington, 20 points off the bench. Grayson Allen, quick little 13. I mean, this game was over when it started. I mean, this series was over when it started. If you want me to keep it a complete buck. If you want me to keep it a complete buck with y'all. But not least, 
Yes, I'm winning again and winning again and winning again and winning again. Yes. According to my record, it looks like I'm 8 and 2 right now. With other series is to be decided. Hopefully Philly doesn't blow a 3-0 lead. I mean, like I said, the only games that I lost was um Which playing game did I lose? Oh yeah, Clippers and Pelicans. That's what I lost. Cuz I thought the Clippers was going to win that game. I ain't going to hold you. I bet against my own damn team. Twice so far. <laughs> the only team that I, you know, associate with. That's the only game I lost up until the Celtics beat the Nets. Then I lost to them. And I'm probably going to lose to the Utah thing, in Utah-Dallas, and then... Um, it's another series that I possibly could lose. Oh, no, them the only ones. Dallas and Utah is the only one that I'm really in danger of losing. So that would make me eight and three because I win yet again as the uh, Warriors finally took care of business and shut down the Denver Nuggets, 102 to 98. And uh, let me tell you something. This was a very entertaining game. And it was all hands on deck for Golden State because Nikola Jokic put on the performance of a lifetime. He finally showed me that he can be dominant in a closeout game. And it's not about him not being able to finish the job this time. It's just Golden State was the better team. But they, but Denver, I got to give them credit for not having their second best and their third best player and still being able to hold their own amongst an experienced championship caliber team. Uh, Aaron Gordon had 15 points in the first half. He was really huge for them. But he didn't show up in the second half. And they needed his production. Because one thing I did notice about this game, I did, I mean, Kerr is becoming a really good coach. Kerr is a good coach. Because, you know, his small ball, his ability to insert in great lineups, the system that he runs with Draymond being the focal point. The adjustments they made when Draymond got hurt this year. I got to give Steve Kerr his props. Mike Malone, I got to give him props for going big. Meaning that Aaron Gordon, he had Aaron Gordon, Nicole Jokic, and DeMarcus Cousins pounding the paint. DeMarcus Cousins scored a playoff career high 19 points tonight. He was phenomenal. Like, Denver needs to pay Boogie Cousins next year. They need to bring him back. He is a vital piece for... Denver next year competing for a championship. Um, Will Barton, 14 points. Monte Morris, 14 points. Nikola Jokic, 30 points, 19 rebounds, 8 assists. He did everything that he could. He even had two blocks. He actually played some defense today. For the first time in his career, he actually played some fucking defense. Gotta give kudos to, to Joker in this year. But Steph Curry, 
started for the first time in this series. Scored 30 points, 5 assists, 2 steals. Gary Payton Jr. was the story. GP Jr. was the story. 15 points, and all 15 was big shots. 3 of 4 from 3. He's not a 3-point shooter like that, but he wasn't afraid to take those big shots. Andrew Wiggins was productive, I can say. He had 12 points. Draymond Green was killing it on both ends with the intangibles. He made some big plays. Klay Thompson had 15 points. Uh, Golden State was solid. And you got to give the Denver Nuggets credit for fighting to get eliminated in five games. Because I tell you, 3-0 seems to be the death sentence. Can Philly be the team that makes the myth a reality? Or could they debunk the myth? Let me take that back. Land of the Eliminated. Let me go back for a second. Land of the Eliminated Chicago. Chicago, um, I think they're going to be a very good team. I don't think they need to make any moves, per se. They got Levine. They got Vucevic already. DeMar DeRozan. What else do they need, for real? They just need another year. However, I think Patrick Williams is going to grow. Ayo, Ayo Dosumo is going to grow. know if they're going to bring back Tristan Thompson, but they kind of need a, 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 a player on that team that's tough. They need somebody that's, you know, somebody like Udonis Haslam with the leadership, of course, but is, but is actually on the fucking court. They need a tough player. They need a Marcus Morris type player. I think Chicago is like two bench players away from a championship caliber team. Yes, they need Lonzo to be healthy. And they need to learn how to beat good teams. I think once they do that, I think the Bulls will have another season where they're the fourth or fifth seed. Land of the eliminated Denver. I mean, they got to get Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back. But Denver needs to cut bait with these liquor store players. Will Barton is a liquor store player. They need to cut bait with, with the niggas that are outside the liquor store that you uh, play. They need to get rid of the pickup basketball players on that team and get some professional players over there. I mean, I love Bones Highland. I love him. They should keep him.
Y'all need to let go of these, uh, brown, you know, these niggas in the entourage on this team. Got to let go of these liquor store players. You got to get get rid of these grocery store players. You got to get rid of these bodega players. You know what I'm saying? Will Barton got to go. I'm sorry. He's a pickup basketball player. He's somebody you pick up, you know, that can't score 10 and 21. Austin Rivers, that's another pickup basketball player. He got to go. I wouldn't bring him back next year. Forbes, I mean, I would bring him back. He's a good shooter. He should have got more clock in this series than 11 minutes. Fasundo Campazo, he could go. That's another brown liquor boy. You know what I'm saying? That nigga is a past the Grey Poupon ass nigga. Jamichael Green, it's another guy, you know. Bodega. You know, you know, these, these, uh, I got that loud for you. <laughs> Will Barton, Austin Rivers, Jermichael Green, Fansundo Campazzo are all guys that stand outside of Detroit liquor stores and say, I got that loud, bro. I got that loud, bro. You know what I'm saying? Get rid of these guys. Get a whole different, get some pros over there. Get some dogs over there. They're definitely feeling the losses of PJ Dozier and uh, they're feeling the losses of PJ Dozier and um, Bobo and um, what's the other nigga name that they lost in free and RJ Hampton and you know guys like that. Them niggas got potential. Had potential. You know these brown liquor guys that they signed for veterans minimums. They gotta go. Book, bring back Boogie, bring back uh, Brent Forbes, bring back um, Bones Highland, Austin Rivers. All them, I got that loud. I got that. Uh, I got. I got loud. Jeff Green. I'm 50-50. I like Jeff Green. I like Jeff Green. But let's move on to the other game fives. It's two more we got to talk about, and then we're gonna be done here. We got Memphis in a very exciting game last night. Man. In a last-second fashion, Ja Morant put on the most classic playoff game of his career. This is definitely going to be known as his most memorable game right here so far. As Memphis takes a 3-2 lead. 111 to 109, and I noticed that to, uh, uh, that Minnesota, as usual, blew another big lead. These guys are like 12 Doc Rivers out there. Real shit, that's what they are. 12 Doc Rivers, because Carl Anthony Towns has to stop bragging. 
Because every time he brags, they lose. They got too comfortable, and John Morant and company put the pedal to the metal, and Ja hit the game winner. Then he had probably the best dunk of the year in this game as he dunked on Malik Beasley. Carl Anthony Towns did show up, still had five fouls, 28 points, 12 rebounds, three steals, two blocks, seven turnovers. Man, this dude, even when he shows up, he fucks up. This nigga literally is a walking can't get right. Anthony Edwards, 8 of 20 from the field. He he did take some crazy shots in this game. But Carl Anthony Towns was pretty accurate. 7 of 15, 5 of 7 from 3. Not bad. Minnesota did well, but they just collapsed. Dylan Brooks was horrible in this game. 3 of 18. From the field. One of ten from three. Jesus. He had eight points. That's crazy. Jaron Jackson Jr. This is a person who has not shown up offensively in this series. He's been pretty much a shot blocker. That's all he's been. He's not shooting the three ball well. He's not being aggressive offensively. He's just been particularly mid this series. Now, Desmond Bain has been a legit second option. 25 points. 9 of 20 from the field. 3 of 8 from 3. John Morant shot 9 of 22. He had 13 rebounds and 9 assists. 30, 13, and 9. This is John Morant's best game. Brandon Clark, 21 points, 15 rebounds. Oh, my goodness. I knew B. Clark was going to be... A helping hand in this series, but god damn, the hand is the size of Kawhi Leonard's. Yeah, John Morant was phenomenal in this game. As they squeaked by Minnesota. Now, my message to John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies, this is the series that I was talking about that I could possibly lose because of... It's unpredictable. Either team can win this series because they both don't have that much experience. But Memphis has more experience than Minnesota does. Because they were in the playoffs last year. Minnesota was not in the playoffs last year. But great performance from John. Now, CP3 is back. CP0 didn't show up, y'all. As the Phoenix Suns beat the Pelicans 112 to 97. Now the Pelicans fought, but Phoenix was gonna win that game. Brandon Ingram didn't have the best night. He was 7 of 19, 1 of 5 from 3. Still had 22 points and 5 assists. Five turnovers. That's unacceptable. CJ McCollum, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, pretty solid. The story of that of that team was Jonas. That nigga was a rebounding motherfucker. 17 points, 14 rebounds. He was huge. 
Herb Jones was no match for CP3 that was in his bag today. Jose Alvarado did not knock Chris Paul out of his square as he had a Chris Paul night. 22 points, 11 assists. He didn't hit a three, but that's okay. DeAndre Ayton, 19 points. The story of the game was Mikael Bridges, 31 points. He was huge. Every play in this game, I just seen Michael Bridges scoring, Michael Bridges scoring, 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 scoring. He had four blocks, y'all. He made some big plays. He was he had his handprints all over this game. This should be the Michael Bridges game, y'all. I'm convinced. He was completely deadly in this game. All in all, I think Phoenix is definitely going to close this series out. And I actually think that Memphis is going to close out Minnesota. I'm hoping and praying to God because, shit, I could use some more of these wins. It's eight games total. And my only L could be the Celtics and the Nets because everybody else I picked was was right on I think Phoenix is going to win that's going to help me out but all in all that's my show I'm done this is Kingdown Uncensored game 5 all will fall and I'm out